That was Chris. That was that was Chris. Look at those voice waves. Look at those sound waves, man. This was your sound waves. Look at the sound waves. That was yours. You see how skinny that is? Look at the sounds. <laughs> oh, shit, that was that was whack. Even my fucking even my noises are bantam weight, man. Bantam weight. Bantam? You know what bantam weight is? No, I know what phantom weight is. It's like the lightweight. It's like a buck forty. That's phantom weight. Isn't it? I thought it was bantam. I think it's B-A-N-T-A-M. It's phantom weight. I'm pretty sure it's bantam. If it's bantam weight, I'm going to be pissed off. Why? I don't know. Because that's dumb. Okay. um, All right. You know what? I know what to talk about. What are we talking about? So you're 24 years old, right? As of this previous Monday. Yes, sir. You're 24, I'm 23, and I'm not comparing myself to you when I say this, but we have two different, like, put, we have two different people, similar age, who are in completely different, like, positions in life. Sure. So, I live with my parents, and I'm actually... Moving out, hopefully by or October twentieth, mm-hmm. um, and you know I'm just barely starting to work for myself, and I'm just barely starting to be able to provide for myself at the age of twenty three. Sure, you're twenty four. You have purchased your own home, and you're in a really good relationship, and I would I would say that you're in my eyes, extremely successful. Thank you. Um, so what do you think, if you were to just, obviously you don't know my life and things like that, but what do you think are the main differences that would cause you know such a difference in life when it comes to uh, success between me and you? Man. And I also want you to say like, I'm not taking, this is like completely rational conversation. I don't want you to think that you're putting me down at all with anything that you're saying. I'm really, I'm genuinely curious. And I say that because, you know, the seven habits of highly effective people. And I felt like, all right, I'm pretty sure you have some really good habits, habits that you've instilled in your life. Sure. That, you know, I either don't have or that I've struggled with. Um, Okay. So I guess part of it de- depends on how you define success. I do appreciate those words, though. But um, how long do you think... How do I want to phrase this? How long have you been working? As far And you can quantify working however you want. And that can be for yourself, in general, since you started powerlifting. I mean, when I say work, I more so mean like maybe spending the majority of your time in pursuit of something greater, something more, money, I mean, whatever that may be. You know what I mean? Like, I would like, like, yeah. maybe, like maybe powerlifting would be the first time that you like truthfully worked as, you Wait, know so when you, when you say work, are you saying working like as a job or are you saying just working like putting in hard work? Putting in hard work. Dedicated effort to something that you're trying to see a result. I guess all my life, but it's mostly pertains to sports. Okay. Wherever I do put in the most work, it it's mostly about sports or some something to do with physical fitness. And there's not, or at least the routes that I went, there wasn't any like payouts in that, you know. And maybe I obsessed with them 
too much instead of, you know, having a balanced life when it came to also building up my financial or finances and uh, other parts of my life. Mm. Um, man, so I can't, like, I, I haven't, like, sat down and analyzed it or anything like that. But I, what I will say is I've always been um, pretty goal-oriented in most things. Um, and I've always gotten a little, maybe addicted is the wrong word, but like obsessed with not only getting to that goal, but finding the best way to do it. Best mm. way meaning, um, most sustainable, most efficient, mm. you know, if that makes sense. It does. Um, so like, for example, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll talk about it like in a, in a standard of, you know, finances. Mm. So, you know, up until I was 18, I was making... Uh, like eight dollars and fifty cents an hour. Okay. When I was eighteen, I was working the front desk at Pack. They make eight fifty an hour. You make like ten bucks or twenty bucks on a membership, whatever it was. If you know, if if John actually paid you on it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so you know, I I knew I wanted to be a trainer, but what I realized was, man, I went and I got my training certification, and suddenly my time was worth twenty four dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. And so suddenly I I could I could take home the same amount of money in an hour doing something that was much more enjoyable, taking someone through exercise rather than just sitting at a desk. Um, I could make three times the amount of money in, you know, a third of the time. Mm -hmm. So, or excuse me, three times the amount of money in the same amount of time. So at that point, I sort of, I kind of got obsessed with the idea of efficiency and you kind of find that in, in different routes as far as like, you know, I spend a lot of time reading because I think that's investing in myself and I think that's going to be more efficient in the long term. I spent a lot of time trying to educate myself because again, I think that's going to make me more valuable in the long term. So I don't know, man, maybe it's thinking a little bit more long term, but I, I also think it might just be like, you know, it might just be scenario. Like maybe I've been in a scenario for more of my life and that could be as simple as circumstances where I've been able to dedicate more of myself to my business or to what I've been doing or like, you know, we can sit here and talk about success, man, but it's all about how you quantify it because you were the second or you were the strongest team in the world. Mm. And man, to be honest with you, like I, I consider myself like a, a grade D bodybuilder. Like if even that, you know, mm. like I'm not in my sport, I'm nowhere near, not, not even on the same playing field as what you've done in yours, you know? So I don't know if that's too, as much of a fair comparison. So again, I, I would say maybe it depends on how you quantify that. But as far as like habits go towards success, I think, yeah, I think it's a game of efficiency. I think it's a game of, of conscious habits. So paying attention. Um, but I don't know, man. Like I, I haven't really sat down and, and dissected it, you know. Hmm. That actually provided a lot more clarity than I thought it was going to. What do you mean? Well, I guess what I understand from what you're saying is at the end of the day, um, it was just effort put in different areas different buckets. of your life. Yeah. 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 I put a lot of effort in to powerlifting, which, or, and, and then in your case, you know, you put a lot of effort toward your career. Yeah. Um, well, and what I will say is like just kind of some ways and maybe luck is the wrong word, but there's just some ways that like that effort ended up lucky for me. Cause man, to be honest, like when I first started diving into the world of biomechanics and trying to find mentors and trying to learn, you know, the way the body works, like it was always for me. Like it was never for my business. Mm. I mean, maybe as a personal trainer, sure. But it was always because I wanted to be better at bodybuilding. I wanted to be better at training. And, you know, luckily for me, nothing worked. 
Like I couldn't just go do three sets of ten on bench and three sets of ten on pull downs and grow. Yeah. Like it didn't it didn't work for me. I just hurt, you know. And uh-huh. so I'm actually like extremely grateful for not having the best genes in the world because yeah. it, it forced me to go and learn. But um, to be honest, like it just happened to be that I was able to to take that into what my business was. But part of that was knowing that I was going to be in the health and wellness space, you know. So just dedicating myself to to that. But so I would I would consider that more like maybe not luck, but just the fact that like, hey, I was doing this more for me, but because of the career I chose, I've been able to like dive into this. And I, I, I think it's just, I think it's, you know, with your business and what you're doing, it's not fitness related, but with my mm-hmm. business and what I'm doing, it's fitness related. So like your passions I've all had, just fall in with each other. Yeah. And so like, I've had skin in the game in the gym since I was, you know, 14. So that's like, that's 10 years now, man. Yeah. Versus you've had skin in the game in, in your respective business for a year and some change, two years. Yeah. So if it's, that, yeah. yeah, man. So it's not, it, it's, it's harder, it's harder to compare. And yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that's really where maybe the, the difference comes about, but it's, it, I wouldn't say like. Like, don't for a second think you're doing anything wrong or think I have some kind of secret or something like no, that. No, I guess like, that I just wanted to, like, learn and get some insight. But, you know, you bring up a good point. Like, at the end of the day, two different lives. Yeah, well, you know? I, and I've also I've also always been lucky enough to never feel like I need anyone's permission to do things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, you know, I want to be a personal trainer. Now I want to be an independent personal trainer. Now I want to be an actual business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I never felt like I, I couldn't or, you know, I always had the mentality of like, why not me? And I still do. And I think Mm -hmm. everybody should. And, and that's, that's a big part of like how I approach it with my clients and everything is like, you know, everyone, everyone sees these, you know, these crazy body transformations online. This person was a, you know, 150 pounds overweight and now they're shredded with a six pack, you know? and, And when you look at that and you're like, oh, that's a human being, I'm a human being why not me? What's wrong with me? You know what I mean? Like you, when you have the, um, self-belief, confidence, whatever you want to call it to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you stack it with some work ethic. Like it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty dangerous, you know, in, in a good way. Yeah. So when does it get to the point in your opinion, um, where, you know, you do ask yourself, you know, why not me? But, it becomes unfair to yourself because, you know, you're holding yourself up to somebody else, somebody else's, you know, standards. And, you know, like you're saying, it can be a good thing. It can drive you. Yeah. And, you know, if you're able to believe in yourself to achieve, you know, somebody else's, you know, lifestyle. Sure. Or this, this goal or whatever. Somebody yeah. Else did, yeah. When, when does it get to the point where, um, you just feel like it's unfair, um, because you're not achieving that other person's lifestyle that you set out to achieve. Because I felt like there's been points where, you know, I saw somebody that, you know, their lifestyle or whatever, I wanted to... Um, emulate or have. Yeah, emulate. Yeah. And with some people, I was able to emulate. And maybe I was even able to surpass what they did. Sure. And, you know, obviously that feels good. But then... There's some people where I, you know, try to emulate just as much as I, as I try over here, but it gets to the point where just some point, I just think that it's like, I start feeling like it's unfair and almost like an inferiority 
complex. Like maybe I think that's that's hard. Um, I, maybe I worded that wrong. I've never, and I hate to sound like super dramatic and no. edgy here, but I don't, I don't think anything about life is fair. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's any rule of the universe that things are fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that from a standpoint of, um, I've been very lucky in tons of areas in my life, but to revert back to the physical, you know, um, I'm five foot six. I got a small bone frame. I was terrible at every sport I ever played. You know, I played on a basketball team that scored one goal the entire season you know, I placed uh, four out of four at my first bodybuilding competition. You know what I mean? Like, I just have never, I never, uh, I never had, what's the word I'm looking for? The the gift there or whatever, the, the fairness. There. Yeah. It was never, it never came for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it always felt unfair. But so I think, I think because of that, it, you become a little relentless. Mm-hmm. It's, you have to, you have to just get up at the plate every time, you know, and it's a big part of that is how you handle failure, I think. Mm -hmm. So it's like, man, when you fail, like, do you, do you fall off the horse and want to quit or does it fire you up and make you want to work a little harder? You know, when I, I just placed eight out of nine at this last bodybuilding show, man, Mm -hmm. eight out of nine. And I've been bodybuilding for like six years, eight years, something like that. But so you have two different ways you can look at it, man. Either like, all right, I want to give up and try something else. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like if it's not what you want and in whatever aspect of life, I'm just using bodybuilding as an example. But at the same time, it's like, okay, sweet. Now I know what needs to be better. Let me get to work on it. And yeah. you, you attack it a little bit more. I think I think the name of the game with the whole fairness and unfair and, and feeling inferior and things like that is just to live, live on the offensive, man. Mm. You know, always be willing to, to work a little harder than the next guy and I've always had this thing too, um, where, and again, maybe it sounds a little dramatic and a little edgy, but like, you know, I know maybe I won't work harder than that person in that amount of time, but maybe I'll wake up earlier or maybe I'll make the extra call or maybe I'll do, you know, so I, I've always known that I'll do the thing that the other person won't. You'll out edge them in some way. Yeah. I'll find, I'll find some way and it doesn't, Mm -hmm. and it's not always, you know, sometimes it's not pure work ethic. Sometimes it's not, you know, outsmarting them. Sometimes it's, you know, you, you learn to play to your strengths and you learn how to build that confidence in knowing that nobody else is doing what you're doing. You know, mm. when I was 16, um, I spent a month where I would sleep four hours a night so I could work full time and go to school. Um, <clears throat> and so, my, yeah, so my days were essentially I would get up at five or excuse me, I'd get up at four so I could be at the gym at five so I could train for two hours and then go to, straight to school and then I would go straight to work and then I would get home at midnight and then I would go to bed and do it all over again. Um, and so obviously way more bad than good done there. Yeah. But it was just like at that time, like, yes, it was exhausting, but like I knew that I was doing things nobody else was. And as a 16-year-old, like, whatever the game is it kind of got me ahead of the game you know like i was i had learned how to like put that foot forward to to grind a little bit harder i Mm -hmm. guess if that's the right way to put it um so i don't know if any of that you know answers that but i think the biggest thing is is learning how to lose and learning what you can do to to be better it sounds like um it's just you deciding to take like full responsibility. It is, yeah. Even if it's you know out of your control, it and is. Maybe in the 
you know, in somebody else's eyes, if they were in your shoes, they would say that it's unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, you're choosing to say, hey, no, like, yeah. this is my life. Yeah. Um, it's not unfair because I choose for it not to be unfair. Yeah, you're exactly right. And again, I'm going to I'm gonna circle back to the bodybuilding thing. And it's like, I can't, I can't say it's unfair that I haven't done, you know, crazy well in bodybuilding shows before because... I'm the one that signed up for the show every single time. Yeah. I'm the one that maybe didn't do something I could have done. I'm the one that chose a bodybuilding path knowing what my bone frame is, knowing what my yeah. potential might be. You know what I mean? It's You're the one that you got take, on stage that was probably with people that were just... Sure. Yeah. Sure, know. man. So it's, Maybe. It's, maybe. Yeah. And so you maybe know. it's an apples to oranges conversation. But at the same time, like... You know, I have two things. I can get mad and make excuses and say, oh, that guy this and that guy that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, there is nothing I can do about that guy. But there's everything I can do about this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm going to focus on the things I can. And maybe next time it'll be in my favor. If not, it'll be the next time. If not, it'll be the next time. You know, and so I think the name of the game is is knowing how to lose and knowing how to get back up to bat. Yeah. Um, Real quick, a little bit of context that can maybe add to this. Whenever I was feeling those feelings of like inferiority and unfairness and just um, all of that stuff, that was that was when you know I was playing the victim card, mm. and that was when um, like my mentality was just a victimhood mentality. You know, everything was against me and all yeah. of that. And now, like. It's, it hasn't been like that for a good year now. Yeah. And it's empowering as hell to take, like, full responsibility of your life. Yeah. And full responsibility of, you know, where you are, the situations, good or bad. Yeah. Um, because exactly like you said, at least with that, you're in control. Yeah, you can. You know? you're, you're in the driver's seat, man. And so it, 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 there's a lot more freedom there when you can own that, when you can accept that. So... Isn't that um, Jocko's book? Um, That's what is it called? Uh, Extreme Ownership. Yeah, Extreme I, Ownership. I think I lent out, so I think I actually don't have a copy here. I think you lent it to me for a long time, and then I gave it back. You did give me it back. To, I think I lent it to someone else, and they actually ended up not giving it back or something like that. That is a really good book, but that's a big, yeah, that's a big one, man. Extreme ownership. It's funny that you brought that up. Cause that's like the first self-development I ever read when I oh, was really? like, yeah, man, I was like 17, maybe, uh-huh. maybe 16. Um, I'm trying to, th- I don't remember how I actually had heard about Jocko, but, um, yeah. So it's just, when you, when you do that, it, it puts you in that driver's seat, man. There's no more, there's no more blame to be put away. And what you find is that's, it's, it's so empowering, man. It's so, because suddenly like you're driving you're mm-hmm. you're in control and like you, you you learn to stop sweating the things that you can't control like you know if you're sick you're sick yeah you know if you're short you're short mm-hmm. if you have bad genes you have bad genes but like not, none of these things mean that like you're incapable none of these things mean that you can't you know because it's there's just, always some other route yeah well that... and on the flip side man like there's always some other argument to be made for the other side. Like, yeah, true. You know, like I could sit here and say, well, I'm five, six and I'm on a small bone frame. So bodybuilding's not for me, but there might be some guy out there who's, you know, six, six and his shoulders are like this wide. So bodybuilding's not for him because he looks like a string bean. But maybe swimming you know I mean? is for him. Exa- you know? Yeah. But yeah. so that's, that's my point though, is like, it's the grass, the grass seems like it's always greener, but I feel like half the time it's not, it's not always greener on the other side, man. Yeah. Like, 
the person that you're looking at or comparing yourself to has just figured out how to play their cards better than you've learned how to play yours. Yes. You know, I think at the you end of the day, that. man, yeah, man, at the end of the day, like we're all given a certain hand of cards and it's how you play them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it would be, it would be bullshit to say that some people's cards can, or it would be bullshit not to acknowledge that some people's cards will take them way farther than other people's cards. Mm. But what the hell are you going to do? I mean, they're out of your, it's not, it's not your choice. You know what I mean? Like if you were born in a certain place or with a certain, you know, it doesn't mean you can't get out of that, but your, your baseline is different. You know, where you're starting from is different. And Mm. there's nothing wrong with that. But the sooner that you acknowledge it and stop worrying about what everybody else is doing and direct your effort to what you're doing, you're in the driver's seat. Yeah. You can go where you want to go. It's, it's nothing but empowering. Oh yeah. So besides um, personal responsibility and you know not being scared of failure and discipline, do you think that there are some other uh, characteristics that you have that brought you to where you are right now? And one of them, just to put it in more context, one of the things that pop up in my mind is how analytical you are and how. Um, far into the future you see and you know you kind of bring those things together to create the best possible um present that Mm -hmm. you can do in order to you know sustain that long term and achieve whatever you're trying to achieve so are there any other characteristics for that you know i think that might be a little bit more of a personality style because like i do think that there's a lot of things that i do that I don't want to say are a waste of energy or a waste of effort, but might not be super necessary, but they just help me stay on the path. And so I know for me personally, like a big reason that I do plan so far in the future, I try to look at things, you know, as grand scheme as I can is, is because, um, I kind of live in a world of anxiety, man, if Mm -hmm. I don't. So like, if I'm not sure that I'm going to make, you know, this amount of money this month to pay for these bills, like that's all I can think about. So I've got to be sure that like I'm in a certain scenario at come this time, you know, or with, with a bodybuilding show, you know, if I want to be sure, if I want to be, if I want to be sure that I'm going to be, you know, at a certain body weight or in a certain shape, hey, uh if I want to be a certain body weight or a certain shape at a certain time, like I need to plan ahead for that. Yeah. I need to be sure that I'm on it. So I don't know. I, I would say that that's like a personality, like type A thing. But if you're talking about just characteristics, I would say, yeah, planning for sure. Like mm-hmm. having some sort of structure. And that structure could be that structure could be as loose or as tight as you want it to be, but it's got to exist. You yeah. know, it can be you wake up at this time and then you do these things in order. You know, it can be whatever you want it to be, man. But the name of the game, I think, is structure because like we've talked about in different pursuits before, I don't think anyone stumbles upon their goals. Yeah. You don't, you don't close your eyes and open them and you're there. Mm -hmm. You, you hike there, man, you path there, you, you take steps to get there. It never just happens accidentally. Not only that, you make the goal Mm -hmm. in the first place. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You have to, yeah, you have to actually set a goal. That's a Mm -hmm. big piece of it, man. So yeah, I don't know about like characteristics or anything like that, but I would say the more type A, the better. Yep. The more you can plan, the better. Now, of course, there's obviously drawbacks eventually, and you know maybe there's some things that aren't worth it. But I would say the name of the game is is getting ahead of the game. Yeah, I feel like um, the more that you say Type A, and the more that you associate it with those, you know, things that you're saying, the planning and all of that, the more I'm realizing that it's just type, or at least this is what I'm gonna say. I don't know if it's you know exactly what Type A is, but Taipei just sounds more and more like accepting reality and then just 
like you said, planning for it. It's finding where you are right now exactly and where you want to be and then creating the steps that are necessary to reach where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Making it very... It's just like clarifying mm-hmm. your life. That's yep. what it sounds like. Yeah. Like clarifying you're, you're not parts gonna, of your life. You're not going to float. You're not going to stumble. I would say, you know, maybe one thing too within that, because if we're talking, if we're going to talk about goal setting, if we're going to talk about creating structure and things like that, like I think we also have to talk about um, being able to make decisions. Mm-hmm. So being willing to give something up for something else. You know? Sacrifice, yeah. Yeah. So like for me, it was like, okay, if I want to be able to bodybuild and work full time, I don't get to have friends right now or I don't mm-hmm. get to socialize with my friends as often as I'd like right now or I don't get to play video games right now or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I don't, and I shouldn't even say it like that. I shouldn't say I don't get to. I should say I'm choosing not to because I've picked this instead Yeah. because I want this outcome. I want this thing instead. So I think a big part of that is like being able to make the decision around that. And sometimes people are afraid of making the wrong decision. Like, you know, what if I choose to be a personal trainer, but I end up not liking it and I want to do something different, then go do something different. Yeah. But make a choice and commit to it and stick with it and see what happens. If you don't like it, choice. you can change. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like it, you can change later. But being able to like actually make that decision, I think is a, is a killer component because mm-hmm. that's being able to make that decision is what takes you from floating to being on a path, mm-hmm. from stumbling to, to having a direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to making decisions... Um, I feel like you can make them two ways. You can passively make decisions and you can like consciously make decisions. So this kind of goes back to the last podcast, but, um, it feels really empowering to, um, consciously make decisions. So what I mean by like passively make decisions is let's say, you know, you're hungry and you go to your kitchen and, you just start, you know, grabbing food and you put it together and you just eat it. You know, you you don't really have and like the re- a reason for eating it. You don't have um, just any reason to your decision at all. But a conscious decision would be like, okay, so I'm trying to get strong for powerlifting, but I also don't want to become a you know unhealthy diabetic or something like that. So let me see what type of food I need to be eating okay so let me grab the pork or for me you know it's pork loin and let me start making some brown rice Mm -hmm. instead of you know i don't know a sandwich in the fridge or something like that and making these conscious decisions decisions that actually benefit some kind of end goal yeah uh feels good because it makes it makes me feel like i'm on track for something instead of just mindlessly going about my day yeah because again because the sooner you decide what your goal is or what your path is or you can start making other decisions that align with that you know to your point like you pick the pork loin and the brown rice or whatever it is that you're eating at the time when you know that you're going to pick that you know you're not going to pick the other thing because it's in alignment with your goal yeah right it's in alignment with the decision you've made and so as soon as you can I would say a big part of this is maybe like placing your values within your goal, right? If you're valuing your health and and you want to get somewhere, you want to lose a certain amount of body fat, you want to build a certain amount of muscle, suddenly you have to make decisions relating to that. Mm -hmm. So, And you feel... uh, Also, I've had like a big problem with um, leisure and just, you know, giving myself some breaks sometimes. 
And whenever I'm making these conscious decisions and I consciously make a decision to chill out or do something fun specifically just for the fake, for the sake of leisure, um, it makes me feel less guilty. Yeah. Um, and not only that, I understand the purpose behind the decision. So I don't know. It just, it aligns with my values, like you're saying. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not, um, I'm not pleasant on vacation, man. It's so hard for me to, to do that, you know? So, and uh, I feel like that would be, you know, because you're not making that conscious decision or are you making that conscious decision to, you know, put off work completely yeah, and not, not well enough, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's a big thing too, is like knowing what you're making each decision for, you know, cause to your point, like there's a difference between, Hey, I'm going to play video games for an hour because it's going to help me rest and recharge. Whoa. Must be somebody here. Cause I'm going to rest and recharge for an hour or because we'll, we'll cut, you know, cut that. Yep. Um, fuck i forgot what i was talking about very good um making conscious decision when it comes to video games um oh yeah and so if i make a 29 yeah and so if i make a, a conscious decision to rest and relax it's a lot easier than just resting and relaxing because if mm -hmm. i just start you know laying around on the couch or something i'm going to start feeling like i'm not doing the things towards my goals yeah. but if i'm like hey i know that i'm going to be better tomorrow if i give myself an hour of leisure time today or to relax today i'm going to be better tomorrow because of it yeah you know? so a lot of it is like just framing that context man mm -hmm. so but anyways man i think that's everything i got for this one yeah same here cool PTC cast episode nine, right? Nine episode nine, baby. Sweet. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you as always. You can follow us at progress through change. My personal bodybuilding log is at Alex Chris Martin. This is Cholito Saldana. My Instagram is at Cholito Saldana. And it'll be in the bio below or in the description below. If y'all have any questions or podcast topics to recommend, let us know. We'll catch you in the next one. See you.